live in five, four, three. Thank you and welcome to the first ever episode of the Delirious Delinquents Daily Bulletin, a weekly podcast hosted by yours truly, Cade Wagner. I'm the commissioner of the Delirious Delinquents Fantasy League. We do football, baseball and basketball. This podcast will involve members of the league and perhaps even others from the outside. This week, we have a very exciting and special guest alongside with us. We'll bring him in in just a minute. First, I just want to say, moment of silence, 9-11. Thank you. All right, my first guest is no other than Cody Wagner, the oldest of my Wagner brothers. Cody, welcome. Well, thank you. I'm happy to be here. How's it feel? Honored. First podcast ever. This is great. I'm yeah. really excited. Yep. Um, swing away. We're going to jump right into this thing. So just this last Wednesday, I was golfing with Cody, a.k.a. Team Captain Kirk, a.k.a. High Cheese. Do you even remember your basketball name? No, but High Cheese is definitely my favorite name. Bring there it from the Sandlot. I love the High Cheese. Yep. Yep. And uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to his baseball rookie breakout year here in a minute. But first, I'm going to start out with some heat, some high cheese, if you will. So this past Wednesday, I was golfing with Cody when he told me, you said you'd punch Borowski in the face if you lose round one in baseball to him in the playoffs. Is this true? Well, I don't go back on my word. So if he beats you this week, which you're down two to eight right now, it's not looking good. You're going to, what, go to Vegas, punch him in the face. I don't go back on my word unless I do. Okay. <laughs> now, for those for those who don't know, Cody owns a boxing gym, Title IX Boxing Gym. No, With that, Title Boxing Gym. Title Boxing Gym. Edit that out. <laughs> okay, so it's Title Boxing Gym. With that being said, do you think this is even a fair fight, you punching him in the face? He just had labrum surgery on his right shoulder. No, I, it's not a fair fight, of course. Mm-hmm. But I don't ever fight fair. Mm. Yeah. I can't wait to get Borowski on and see how he feels about all this. You like John Daly going up to Mike Tyson. Without a beer and a cigar. Hey, he'd get punched in the face. Yeah. It hurt. Well, as league commissioner, I must say, if you do in fact lose to Borowski and punch him in the face, I will have to step in and make some type of action. <laughs> I don't want to see you kicked I out. Can't, of- I can't punch Browski in the face. Okay, that's yeah, good. He's too happy of a guy. There you go. That's terrible. See, it's all love in this league. All right, I just had to get that out of the way. It was really heated. <laughs> it was. All right. Um, oh yeah, we are. At the- Sorry, Browski. <laughs> I didn't mean. I didn't mean to. <laughs> <I'd-> <laughs> I didn't mean to bring up some beef. First podcast ever. I'm so sorry. There was beef thrown in there. Like, that's just not me. Sorry. I'm sure he'll take it personally. All right. We'll we'll take it out on the golf course, okay? On the golf course, we'll swing it out. Yep. Not fists, clubs. Not fists, clubs. Once he's ready to rehab from his... Beers and clubs. uh, Labrum, shoulder surgery. That's how I settle my beefs. Which is going well. I saw him just last weekend, and his shoulder's doing well. That's so good to hear. Yes. Really good to hear. Um, Let's take a break, and I'd like to shout out one of our sponsors... Wagbush Bookie Services. They are one of my preferred bookie services. <laughs> they are my go-to services <laughs> for, <laughs> for my sports bet. 
we're gonna edit this out and try again. Okay. And action. All right, I'd like to take a quick break real quick and shout out one of our sponsors, Wagbush Bookie Services. They are one of my preferred bookie services. They're my go-to services for my sports bet. Trusted, liable, and great excitement. If you place a bet, tell them you heard it from our pod and they will match your first bet up to $1. That's Wagbush Bookie Services. It is an off-the-grid illegal bookie service, so don't tell them you heard it from us. Don't mention their name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Code, let's talk basketball. History has shown that you always field a solid and competitive fantasy basketball roster year in and year out. But this past season, that was not the case. I got to ask, what happened there? Injuries. You can blame it on injuries. Injuries. I had injuries on my team. When, you, when you're starting guys, like your top guys that you pick, are injured throughout most of the year, what do you do? You know, when you got, what was it, a 12-team league? Do it 10 men. It's always 10. 10? I don't know. Rosters weren't, you know, you're, you're going off waivers, and you're just picking up, like, who you can pick up, and your top guys are injured. It sucks. That was my year. See, that's one but of But you the... know what? You got to play through. And I still managed to not take last. Yeah. That belongs to Aaron Schwark in back-to-back leagues. And mention that again right here. Aaron Schwark took last in back-to-back leagues. I did not, and I had tons of injuries. So I managed it pretty well throughout the year. You know, there was a point I realized it's just not going to happen. And so you just try not to take last. Wow. Yeah. Now, I remember having to twist your arm a bit to get you to join my fantasy baseball league. And before we know it, your team auto drafts a powerhouse and you lead the league nearly all season in the standings. How does it feel knowing that you have had one of the best seasons as a rookie manager? And what do you expect your team in these playoffs now that we're about a week in struggling? You feeling a bounce back? No, not at all. <laughs> it's looking really bad. For yeah. some reason, everybody's injured right now. So I could be wrong, but... That's... Really, really having a rough time. My guys aren't producing. Um, I'm getting whooped at the moment. So. Yeah, Borowski's going off. The yeah. Colossus of Trout. I think he's having like his best week ever. I think so. Let me take a quick look. 23 home runs, 41 ribbies, and this is still within a week. Yeah, like seriously a the best week ever. ERA with 74 Ks, 7 wins. I've already played him this year, you know, and whooped him. Yeah. And this just, it's payback. I don't know. I've just, I'm just honored to be in the playoffs, really. He had six home runs today, including two on his bench that don't count. Yeah. So you're still in this thing. I'm in it. It's been seven minutes and... <laughs> oh, wait. I still will edit that out. <laughs> and action. All right. So now that we've covered some of our good topics, I wanna, we're going to play a game called Cool or Drool, where I ask you a question and you tell me if it's cool or drool. All right. You know, like drool, like... Yeah, the, my dog drools all over the like place. Like lame. Yeah. So Kay. I get that. It's so terrible. The first one. It's disgusting. Forward progress. Cool. Cool? Yes. I think Why would you not want forward progress? Well, what if you're on defense? Forward progress on defense is cool. No, it's not. Because yes. if you're on defense and it's second and four, and that, you tackle the guy when well, he's gained when a yard, can't, you can't change but you the push context. him back five yards, you can't say a he, only, saying, he still gets to move forward. But you, you put out a saying there, forward progress is good you always want forward progress and then you change the context no i was saying well what if defensively it goes both ways no i will say 100 percent of the time forward progress is good 
I'm sticking to that statement. I'm strong on that. No matter what your context is. So what so, if so, the Vikings? So if you're on, are, so if if you're on offense, and so you just disagreed with that. Forward progress is not cool. I think it's so. If you so you would, cool have, a, you would have a terrible offense. So you're just a defensively minded guy, right? Well, let me put this scenario. You got to be on the attack, man. You're a Vikings fan. Your guys are on. Well, don't bring defense. up the Vikings. They suck. And and let's. <laughs> what say, was the last time they had forward progress? <laughs> <laughs> let's say they're. Field goal kicker can kick a 53-yarder, but he can't make it up to 54. And that's the other team's kicker. And so then, like, your defense... you lost me. You've lost me already. Your defense tackles him at 53 and pushes him all the way back to, like, a 58-yard field goal, but they still get it at the 53-yard line. You don't think that's getting a bit ridiculous and we should probably just play it where it lies? I, I, I'm not going to lie. You lost me. All right. You so lost me there. I'm going to say forward progress is cool. Is cool. All right, cooler drool, gloomy days. Yeah, drool. Really, I, I don't love like gloomy, gloomy days. days. I like gloomy days every now and then. A string of gloomy days can be tough. But I mean, if you're going I straight, like to mix but up this up is the scenery. thing: you're you're saying this is a definitive. It's either a drool or a cool. You can't be like, well, sometimes, right? Well, it if it's a definitive, have... I'm gonna say drool. Yeah, that's true. Yep, I'm gonna say cool. So you always want gloomy days. Uh, right. But I will say that they are more cool than drool, so if I have to be definitive, I'll move to Seattle and rock some gloomy days. That sounds terrible. I like Enjoy Seattle. it. Enjoy it, never having a clean car. I think the Pacific Northwest is one of the best places. Yeah. Have you told your viewers how close our knees are right now? We're sitting in <laughs> stupid... Like, literally. <laughs> we're on a stupid front porch in the chair. There's no room here and our if knees I are touching. If the chair back anymore, I fall off. He falls and off. So we're just and I'm into a house and our knees are touching. <laughs> so just let everybody know that as we're doing this, our knees are touching. Yep. And we're brothers. And we're brothers. <laughs> All right. I would like to also take a minute to plug Cody's golf game. He's a really good golfer. He played in the Glenmore Cup today. You have to get invited. He got a free shirt. Invitational uh, only tournament. Mm-hmm. Yep. This guy has never had a hole-in-one, unlike me and his brother Clint, who have had hole-in-ones. But I will ask you, what, what other Wagner brothers got invited to it this year? And oh. the answer would be none. That's it. All right. Oh, no. Let's continue this podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> just... <laughs> I spit on so, myself. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's keep it moving say that again I, say that again. I spit on myself <laughs> okay moving on lifted trucks but like really lifted drool drool okay annuals cool really i love annuals i don't like annuals i like perennials What's annuals the difference? Annuals die. Perennials come back every year. Annuals do. They come back annually. That's why it's called annuals. Wait. No, no, no. <laughs> they come back annually. I think we're confused here. Get some confirmation on that. Hold on. Let's ask the audience. Hey, are annuals the ones that die? Or perennials the ones that die? Perennials. It's the ones that you keep for the whole year. And then they die. No. Annuals die and you have to replant. So yeah, we had it right. So annuals die, and you have to replant them. Cooler drool. You have to replant the annuals. Yep. I think they're cool because the annuals. There's so many cool ones, and I'm cool replanting them because they're mm. beautiful. 
But you don't get to we, watch them grow. Perennials year in and year out, you get to fine. stick with the same plant, watch it grow, so watch it evolve. Though. A lot of flowers. Yeah. Flower gardens. Beautiful. We have them in our house. I love them. I think annuals are drool. And I'm going to kind because of make a comparison year, here. Because every year, you can like reimagine it. Yeah. It's literally like every spring, it's, it's just a like, brand new spring. It's like riding on a whiteboard. It's like a, moving forward. With it's a dry erase cool. instead of a Sharpie. Very good. Man, that's a beautiful metaphor. I think annuals are drool. And I will compare it to how we treat cows, chickens. We use them for our um, enjoyment only, knowing that, hey, we just brought this thing into this earth for us to use it, and then it's going to die. Where perennials, you can just always have them. That's a bad comparison because plants don't feel pain. And again, our knees are touching. <laughs> this is true. Just so you know. <laughs> it's very right. tight quarters here. So Great studio. He says cool on annuals. We're going to move on to the last one. Tony the Tiger or Kool-Aid Man? Tony the Tiger. All day. Kool-Aid Man is just a bunch of sugar-filled kind of drink. Like, and he bests through doors. Like, Tony the Tiger is an athlete. True. And he has a sick scarf. Sick. Kool-Aid Man's dangerous, too. That glass breaks. And he's always around kids. What about hip-hop? What about... What are we at today? In hip-hop? In hip-hop. I think we So, we're... this is the thing. You've got two albums that just came out. CLB, CLB and Donda. and Donda. Like, that's where hip-hop's at right now. Literally, that's the pinnacle of where it's at. I think both are shit. Comparably speaking. Relative terms. Relative. I just, I think both guys, I think Kanye's a genius. I just think he's kind of lost right now. I think, I don't know what the fuck Drake does. Does he even rap? It's melodic love tunes. No, it's not. From have Canada. you listened to it? I have not listened to it. It's not melodic at all. Album. It's terrible. Man, I don't think I ever will. I haven't listened to Drake since like, baby, you my everything. You all I ever wanted. We can do Well then you've heard baby. CLB then. Because it's the same thing. Oh Donda wow. actually is like got some beats, it's got some rhythm. I know it's got a lot of features. It's Kanye, a featured juggernaut. This is this is a thing about hip hop that I love. I love when artists use their voice as an instrument. Yeah, like Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick does it. Jay-Z can do it. Wayne does it. Even though the Wayne's legend, voice ODB. always is, They always do it. Um, and they're creative with everything. And I think Donda, it's not my style. It's a very religious album. It's very heartfelt. And I, I think it's a, it's a good album. I take back what I said that they're both crap. I just think that hip-hop's... You were in the moment. I was in the moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> But I'm just going to put it out there. Donda is like way up here. Like, if you, because you can't see me, my hands as high as I can reach. He's reaching his hand up to say and where Donda is. Where's my CLB hand? And his CLB hand is all the way down. Yeah, it's down there because it sucks. It's terrible. So that's, that's about opinion. a six foot wingspan difference between the two albums. So that's, that's my take on that. Um, Hip hop's in a weird state right now. I think I enjoy it. it's good that we had Nas the King drop that album about a month ago now. Got a feature out of El Boogie, the Queen, Lauren Hill. Yeah. So that's always good to see. One interesting thing, and I didn't even know he dropped an album, is AZ, rapper AZ, mm -hmm. one of Nas's young buddies, 
He just dropped an album, and he's sixth on the iTunes charts right now, number one in hip hop, or I think number two in hip hop, number six overall. So when is great it for be the culture more, and all yes. of our the old heads out there, like the that talent's still gotta rise. To the talent's some gotta boom rise. bap. And I'm gonna say, I just gotta say, like Don does good, but man, like all these people that are just like on Drake, I don't even understand it. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm the odd so man. So you think now, Drake is drool? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I also think Drake is drool. He makes some good music, though, for the like the elevator music of hip-hop. It's not even elevator music, because it's just... Well, not that it's actual elevator music, but it's type it's of music just, you can put on around a big group of people, and 90% of them will be like, oh, this is fine. I guess. That's what he is. Elevator music. Elevator music, yep. Okay, let's talk fantasy football. What's your expectations for the year? That's interesting. Um, it what league like are we talking about? Delirious delinquents, man. For those who don't know, my brother Clint runs another fantasy football league that we're Was all in. Was definitely not run as well. It's really but a But it's mess. there. It's there. It's, it's ran. There. Um, no podcasts. I'm going to say that I'm pretty excited about it. It this looks... is the first year I've drafted a team. And I thought, like, every position, I've got some solid players. Oh, all the way through, Dak. like, some good depth. Oh, you Dak went off. Beckham on the bench. Antonio Brown went off. You had him on the bench. I know, because I didn't know what Antonio Brown was going to do. It's one of those things where he's, like, an older guy. You have Antonio and A.J. Brown. Oh, I'm killing it. Brown brothers. I've got a really deep roster, so I'm really excited about it. Like, I'm not like if one of my running or one of my receivers gets hurt. I think I've got some good depth in the backfield. Um, I drafted a little different this year. I know you had that early auto draft going. No, see, this was the thing: is my son was playing soccer. Kai, Kai, who is a terrible soccer player, by the way, because he hates the game. But man, his heart's in it sometimes, and then he just hates it because it's a terrible game. I'm gonna put that out there. Soccer's a terrible <laughs> game. I don't even know. Like I don't even know what's happening. But he was having a fit, so I had to auto draft for two rounds, which really put me in a bind. So I really had to reach at the end. But I'm really happy with everything I got. So nice. I think I'm gonna probably come top three. That's where you're projected. Is it's, it really? It's Clint. Me, you. As of now, I don't know what there we go. changed. Yeah, I think I'm at least top three, depending on how injuries go. So typically when I draft, it's injuries. Like if I draft a good running back, they're injured that year. I draft. I had Dalvin Cook last year. Guess what happened? He injured. was out. <laughs> yeah. Everybody I draft. Guess, guess who else I had last year? Dak Prescott. Guess what happened? Injured. I didn't know he was like... The four games in a row, he set NFL record for passing yards. It was phenomenal. I didn't uh, know he was doing that. Yeah, I did because he was on my team. That's why for, I drafted him again. For those who don't know, I have been out of touch, I must admit, with football the last two or three years. My fantasy teams just sat there, never touched them. So I just selected the best available this year, and I'm hoping my team can make some noise. Can we mention right now that we're doing this podcast at the halftime of the Utah-BYU game? Yep. And, and I'm putting my I'm putting everything on the line right here. Utah looks like shit. Looks bad. And BYU, but BYU this game, you, they're gonna come out on top. And you have something to say about BYU? 
I have, oh my gosh, what it's do I have to say? Classy. Yeah, Remember yeah. That's what you had to say. You yeah. were going to say it. Hey, any BYU fans out there, guess what? BYU has no class. Guess what? Max Hall hates me, and I hate him. This and is BYU's true. dirty as shit, too. And Sorry, is this, can I swear on this podcast? Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was is going it a cleaner back or swearing? I'm sorry. We'll edit that out. I'm going to redo this. I and think... go. You know, BYU, they're just dirty as heck. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I just, I hope they go to H-E double hockey sticks um, wow. as soon as this game's over. And I'm sorry for my salty language, um, but I just had a swig. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> and the sugar just goes in my brain. So I, I apologize for anybody I just offended. For those who aren't familiar with what swig is, swig is like, you know how non-Mormons can go get beer or coffee even. Mormons aren't allowed any alcohol or caffeine. So if you ever come to Salt Lake or Provo, anywhere in Utah, really, every street corner, you'll find a soda shop. It's called swig. That's where the Mormons go to get their fix. It's just all sugar drinks and it's right to my head. I'm sorry. I'm very aggressive. They'll go get six and be like, wow, we're drinking all these swigs. <laughs> ah, dummies. All right, we're going to play a game. So you just won Breakout Fantasy Baseball Manager of the Year. Did I really? In the rookie category. Oh. So the game we're going to play is how many players on your team can you name? This is a game where we see how many players on your team you can name. <laughs> Ready, go. Bregman. Bregman, do you know his first name? Last name works. Bonus points for first name. Cruz. Okay. That's two. Scalapini. Scalapini. I don't think that's a name. You have a... It's close. <laughs> Isn't that close? I don't... Deslafani. I still don't even know how to oh, say his Deslafani. name. Oh, Deslafani. I thought it was Scalapini. <laughs> Anthony Deslafani. I still oh, don't Deslafani. know if that's how That's said. pretty close. I've seen that name for a while, like, on um, video games, but I've never heard anyone say it. Descalafani. Mm. That's about it. That's all you got? That's all I got. You couldn't even rattle off of Vladimir Guerrero Jr.? Oh, I forgot. He's good. Or a Trey Turner, Jose Ramirez. Gotta, I got to say, Ramirez would have been a good one, because I, I have no idea who Turner is. He's a star. He's like one of your best. He's probably your best player. That's why he's on my team. He's hitting 320, 21 bombs, 26 steals. Why do you think he's on my team? Because he's auto-drafted. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know anything about baseball. All right. That well, just that, shows how much you guys suck. That is true. Well, that puts us at the 22-minute mark. I imagine the second half of this BYU-Utah game is probably back on the books. So thank you all for joining our Delirious Delinquents Daily Bulletin, a weekly podcast. This has been a goddamn honor. Yes. Sorry, I swore again. He did. This has been, this has been a phenomenal honor. <laughs> a gosh dang, a gosh dang honor right here just to really be in the presence of Cade Wagner. Everybody give Cody Wagner a round of applause for hopping on. We're looking forward to many more episodes and stuff. and Conversations. Conversations with butterflies. Okay. And that'll do it as we wrap things up here in Utah and the podcast headquarters. Delirious delinquents for life. And boy, I hope those gosh dang Utes win. (laughs) And also, for those fans out there that'll start latching onto this podcast and really enjoying it, I understand that Delirious Delinquents Daily Bulletin, a weekly podcast, can be a mouthful at times, which is why I've created the antonym. (laughs) Acronym. Acronym. (laughs) 
What's an antonym? <laughs> but it's not an acronym. I've created the an- acronym <laughs> Triple DBs. Because it's Delirious Delinquents Daily Bulletin. So that's Triple DB. So the Triple DP, a <laughs> weekly pod. You can even say op. Triple DP. Oh, triple D. Triple DB op. Thank you for joining us. And please be sure to subscribe. Smash that like button. Follow me on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, <laughs> Tumblr, OnlyFans. Grinder. Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you comment. Give me some comments. Rate this video. I don't think you want comments. <laughs> Bring Turn, the comments. Don't comment. We're, we're, comments are turned off. No, comments aren't turned off. Bring me the comments. Feedback, lots of love, whatever it's got to be. Any last words? Well, this was great. I appreciate it. First podcast experience for the both of us. I've never had a podcast. Look, it's almost on 25. End.